Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Shirts in Time. Just before we get into this week's episode, if you're not already, can you please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Shirts in Time Pod. If you didn't already know, I also upload the Goals in Time section onto YouTube, so head over there and subscribe to the channel at Shirts in Time Podcast. Cheers for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Shirts and Time. This week I'm joined by the GOAT, the one and only Big Pete. How are we doing, mate? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm not too bad. Shall we just dive straight in and explain what you're wearing? <laughs> uh, you can do, if you want. <laughs> what year is it? It's a Monaco jacket. I'm going to probably put this as the clip, but for audio listeners, it's a Monaco jacket. What year is it, Kappa? So what year is that? I think it's 95, 96, to be honest. I haven't really done any digging into what year it is because it's an extra large boys and does not fit me. <laughs> Did you buy it off uh, Sam Football Shirts 101? Yeah, uh, when he was on that app that he doesn't like to mention anymore, <laughs> I was sat at a bar watching the football. I was very drunk and I thought it said XL and extra large boys. So I bid £20 and obviously won it. And you told me that I had to put it on and take a photo. <laughs> did you put that photo on in, so or did, was that just a little exclusive for me? Uh, I gave you a little exclusive and then I put one of them on Instagram. Yeah, maybe I don't think mine was not safe enough for Instagram, was it? No, probably not. <laughs> I'm going to you take don't... it off, though. It's getting very warm in here. Yeah, I can imagine. I've only got a, this Barcelona shirt on and I'm absolutely sweating. No, I can't take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is going to be a clip for YouTube. Pete tries to get out of the jacket. <laughs> it's going to be a, a gift. <laughs> on the wonder you're sweating. You've got a bloody long sleeve shirt on underneath as well. Yeah, kit room issue. Humble bag. What year is it? Oh, 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 three or four. Yeah. Got the other long sleeve version up here as well. Kit room issue. So obviously Birmingham City fan. How can you tell? <laughs> is that is that like a mainstay in your collection and Birmingham City shirts or is there bits of everything? I'm a pretty much a dumping ground for anything double XL really. Non UK, but it's still <laughs> Birmingham. But Birmingham is my mainstay. I'm only three shirts off now from nineteen ninety to today. Home away in third. Oh bloody hell, wow. What shirts are you missing? The 96, 97 third, the 92, 93 away, and the 2005, 2006 away. 
Is there any reason in particular you're missing them? Are they just are they hard to come by, or you just haven't really been asked? A couple for them? of them are really hard to come by. Like I could have brought a few of them by now, but there's no point me buying a medium because I'll Why never not? ever be a medium. <laughs> you, so is that like a rule with the shirts, and you you wear them no matter the age and stuff? Yeah, I do. I do wear them. Some of them are by double XL, and they're a bit tight, but I'll keep them anyway. It's, it's someone getting killed in that storage unit. Yeah. <laughs> we actually are, I feel like we're in a live hostage situation here. You're on a, on the other side of a, on the other side of a, a webcam on your phone. Well, and it's say, just like, at least it's kept the lights on. <laughs> yeah. Surrounded by shirts. This is a, a hostage situation gone well, to be fair. Yeah. Jude and Larson have got me uh, over a barrel here. How many shirts have you got then if you have to store them in a storage unit? Oh no, that's never a good thing if you ask someone how many shirts they've got and they, they sigh and hang on. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there's ten there, which is about so it's probably about two hundred and fifty, three hundred on that rail. And I've got one, two, three, four, five, five and a half rails. Uh, wow. You've actually had to move a rail outside to film, haven't you? I have, yes. <laughs> I like it when people like you come on this podcast because Yasmin, my girlfriend, thinks I've got too many shirts and I've only got about, I counted it the other month for a video, a reel I did on Instagram, about 70 odd. So when you come on with five to six rails of shirts, I'm just like, well, this is what it could be, so. Yeah, and I have got a wardrobe full at home as well. What's so special about the ones at home then that they're not at the storage unit? The ones at home are mainly, well, I've got a couple that I leave at home because... I would never, ever want them to go missing. And then I've got the other ones that I just wear day-to-day, like normal, like modern shirts, modern Birmingham shirt, MLS shirts that are just big, easy to wear. Do you have any, like, match-worn ones that are at home, or are they all in the unit as well? I've got this one that I keep at home, but I have brought here for today. It's a staff issue from the Carling Cup final that we won versus Arsenal. What member of staff was it? I don't know. It's got MD on it, which in the tag, which you probably can't see very well. I've been trying to look, but I've narrowed it down. It could potentially be Matt Derbyshire. So obviously that's... Oh, wow. Yeah, that's quite a a big name as well, really. Yeah. So that's probably the only one I keep at home that's match-worn. So I do keep some match... Most of my match-worns here. Are you a collector for match-worns or are you not really that bothered by them? Well, I've collected a few but i wouldn't go out my way to go and personally go and buy a match worn yeah but they can be, be a bit expensive can't they yeah when i get offered them at a good price and stuff i do tend to buy them apart from this one here which i brought the other week it's the most expensive shirt i've ever purchased it's a match worn 92 93 paint splash birmingham shirt number four nice. And the only reason why I purchased it and paid so much for it is because I've never seen one in an XL or a double XL before. I don't think they're ever sold in double XL, and I've never seen an XL before. That's come up for sale. Oh. So I don't think I've ever seen that shirt before, actually. I didn't think it was a Birmingham shirt when you pulled it up. Oh, look at that badge as well. I know. Maybe influence. If you don't see anymore. So, yeah, I paid £475 for that. And please tell me that's been stored in the wardrobe at home. No. <laughs> it should be, but it's not. About a year and a half ago, these shirts had a massive boom. 
and the replicas were going for about 300 350 pounds so 475 for a match worn isn't too bad i don't no. think yeah no that's a really good to be fair what year was it again sorry 9293 475 quid for a a shirt match worn shirt that old that's probably you've probably got that really good price haven't you yeah i think so yeah cuz you see a lot of people nowadays spending more than that on uh, modern day match ones. I can't remember how much Birdie said he paid for some of his Atalanta shirts match one, but I think yeah. it was a similar bracket. Well, yeah, I know, like, I've not ever bid on it, but I've seen people on like, like AC Memento and stuff, and some of them are going like eight, nine hundred euros plus, depending on what happened in the game. Yeah, and some of like I think some of like the players on there who weren't even like not to be like disrespectful to the players, but not like players, like standout players or main players, if you know what I'm trying to say. And even yeah. their shirts were going for absolutely loads just because of the fact it's match worn. Yeah, exactly. So do you no. get people like messaging you trying to buy shirts and or do you actively, like for that shirt, did someone message you or did you happen to come across it? The thing, what actually happened was I actually bid on eBay for it and somebody in think I messaged a guy after I said I lost it but I bid up to £510 it went for 525 yeah someone in Thailand brought it but they was going to get slapped with a huge import fee and shipping and they said no don't want to buy it anymore so I messaged him and said I'm sorry I lost that by £10 if the person doesn't buy it can you can I have first refusal and he said yeah and he kind of encryptedly put his mobile number in the chat and then he I messaged him on WhatsApp and then he texted me back saying, guys cancelled. If we do it outside of eBay, you still pay goods and services on PayPal. You can have it for 475 because of the fees of eBay won't be taken off then. So I was happy oh, with that. that's class. I had a bit of a weird dealing with someone on eBay the other day. There was like this uh, 98.99 Man United drill top. I've never seen it before. Do you know what? I think I've sold from them before. It's unbelievable, right? I've never that seen one really before. Nice. I, yeah, there's another one. I think when I, when even when I've Googled 1998, Man United drill top, there's only one more that comes up, and I think it's on vintage football shirts. And I was, I was messaging this person on eBay. I was like, can, can we please come to some sort of deal with this? He had like, like a reserve on it. It was a 99p bid, and then like a reserve on it. It was a buy now at 150 quid. I said, like, I'm not paying that uh, 99p bid. So I bid first time around 50 quid. I won it. The reserve wasn't met. So I messaged them. I was like, can we come to some sort of deal with this? Yeah. And they were like, I think they wanted 70 quid. And then I was like, well, no, because I've been watching it for a while now. So it went, the auction ended a first time around before I won an auction and it didn't go for more than 50 quid. So I went, I don't really want to be paying more than 55 55 quid for it because it's not going over 50 quid at the auction. And they messaged back saying 65. I said, no, I'm not going, I can't go that high because it's not going over 50 quid. Yeah. And then I had a little Google and stuff. I said, like, I can't find it anywhere else. So I said, I, I said, tell you what, I'll meet you in the middle. We'll go 60. And then I left it. And then they came back and said, all right, okay, we'll do 60. So what? instead of what they did, though, they didn't end the auction and then to give it to me for 60. They changed the reserve price. And obviously you get a notification or when you click on the listing, it says seller has recently lowered the reserve price. Yeah. So all the, loads of bids just came in for it. And I think it went for 78 quid in the end. I was like, oh. So fucking, I missed out on it just because, like, I was being a tight ass, basically. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I've, I've had that, but but then again, it's I've literally had that, and then two weeks later, something else has come up, or it's come up again. 
Like I've just, I've just, I'm watching something on eBay that I've that I literally have sold to the guy. Oh, really? I, he, <laughs> what? he paid thirty pounds for a, a training a, a player training top off me, and he's got it to buy it now for twenty pound now. So I'm thinking, oh, shall I just put a cheeky bid on it just at the end to try and win it? What cheap, but I don't know yet. So when you're buying shirts, then do you just go onto eBay and see what's available in your size and go, yeah, I'm getting uh, it because it's a football shirt? To be honest, I don't really. The only ones I look for for myself on eBay really is um, Birmingham shirts because the rest of the time I either have people on Instagram message me. Everybody knows I literally feed boys old kids because... Every time he gets a bundle of shirts and he puts a double XL to one side, sends me a video and says, what do you want? And nine <laughs> times out of ten, I take it all unless I've already got it. <laughs> eBay can be a bit weird because sometimes I go on there and I'm just looking, I'm just like, oh, that shirt's in my size. And it's a good price at the minute. I don't really need it, but then again, I kind of want it. Well, that's how you end up like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you got any yeah. recent additions to show us? I've got a few, just picked up the other week i've got this which i brought off somebody that i can't disclose who it was because he's somebody i buy a lot of shirts off every month in a certain african country and after oh, some googling this. with it being signed i have been told that it's potentially match worn versus juventus in the champions league and they drew 3-3 for audio listeners what team and what year is it hamburg and i think it is 97 98 or 98 99 i love that sponsor and i paid 40 pound that is ridiculous <laughs> I'll, I'll just pick this up you're like this because a certain team won the treble this year against this team who are wearing this shirt i think i saw you post this the other day or today on instagram one of the, i've seen it recently on your it was instagram the other day, yeah over there, yeah. I got this off Wiseau because he had three of them, and I've been after this shirt for ages, and they're quite expensive. Normally go for about two hundred pound, but obviously with the Wiseau discount, I think I paid. Oh, I swapped it for a England '98 with him that I paid oh, wow. thirty pound for. So very good swap, then, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite weird how why that shirt's so expensive. Maybe is it because it's involved it in an iconic match? It was quite, they're quite rare because there's not many Bayern fans that brought it at the time, I don't believe. And obviously, it's iconic because obviously United beat them wearing that shirt. That is literally yeah. the only reason, I would say. Because <laughs> I can't imagine like this England shirt from Euro 2020. I can't imagine that's going to be iconic just because they lost in the final, isn't it? So it's quite strange that shirt's expensive and rare. I, uh, I, I don't know. There's probably less of these in circulation than there is probably. Yeah. Shirt, like I've got yeah. it brand new. He tags up there with Bellingham on the back, printed up. So I'm a bit of a Bellingham fanboy. But I was, yeah, I was going to ask, have you got a lot of Bellingham shirts in the collection then? Uh, I've got an England one. I've got two Dortmund and a Birmingham one. So not at the moment, but they're all brand new with tags because I haven't took the tags off them. Yeah, a good investment, isn't it? Yeah, just wish I went to the club shop and obliterated them full of Bellingham shirts back in the day, but you never <laughs> to know, are you? No. I was going, I was on an hour in getting a, a Dortmund shirt with him on the back, but then obviously when he was getting linked to Liverpool and stuff, I was a bit oh, hesitant. Yeah. Well, uh, do you know, I absolutely hate Liverpool as well, so I was praying he wasn't <laughs> going to go there. Because I don't know if any people know this, but my mum's an Aston Villa fan. And my dad's a Man United fan. So oh, my, wow. first, my first 
shirt and my first team was Man United. Oh, wow. I didn't so know that. I haven't got the shirt anymore, but this was my first ever kit as a kid. How old How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 26. 26, yeah, I'm 20, I'm 27, so that that's why I've asked, because that was my first shirt as well. I won a penalty shootout at my infant school wearing that. The Vodafone fell off, and after yeah. many washes <laughs> and many things, it was time to go. But I actually do have my first ever Birmingham shirt still. And my uncle, who's a Birmingham fan, did buy me this for Christmas with my name on the back and Emil Heskey's number. <laughs> I love it. I like. I love that shirt. I don't know why. It's kind it's of just, special. It's sentimental, the only isn't thing it? is with these, if you wash the fly bee, just like fly bee, they just disappear. <laughs> that, well, yeah, you touched upon it there with that United shirt, that Vodafone. Me and Chris were on about it last week. It's just a nightmare. Yeah, I listened to it today, that podcast. Yeah, it is. It's just they are. I've got a few others, and the ones that are actually printed on as well always start peeling off as well. Yeah. Did you have anyone on the back of that uh, United shirt? I don't didn't have anyone on the back of it when I purchased it because I walked into JJB Sport. And I've got to admit, I don't like Liverpool now, but I walked in and my dad said, I don't want to influence what team you want to support when you grow up. He said, you've got football now and you're playing at your little infant school. You've got your little kickabout. Go into there and pick. go into JJB and pick what shirt you want. And I pointed out to an li- orange Liverpool away kit because my favourite colour was orange. And my dad said, no, you're having this. <laughs> I'm not influencing your decision. But right I now. do have Ronaldo on the back of this one. Yeah, because th- that shirt was the the crossover season between Beckham yeah. and Ronaldo, Beckham, wasn't it? Yeah, because I have yeah. I have Beckham on the back of mine. It's in the box over there somewhere. So do you have? Do, is that the only one you have as a from your childhood? Then that shirt. Yeah, well, that is the only one I've kept. That Birmingham one is the only one I've got. Because I didn't really have any more shirts then. I only like little. I used to like playing little just Nike shirts and JJB special shirts and stuff then. Because when I was younger, I was growing up really quick and my mum and dad were like, you're not to keep buying shirts and stuff. You can have like, I think I was I think I was in like a size six shoe when I was like seven or eight. So you just didn't keep buying shirts for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm quite happy we've gone to the conversation now because I've got all my old shirts here. I do have another one that fits me in the collection. And obviously, I know you and Chris were on about this shirt the other day. But the only reason why I got this one is because my dad's season ticket for United is the uh, Sky Remote. So when I was growing <laughs> up, obviously Birmingham weren't very much on t- weren't on TV a lot growing up. And just remember this season, watching him, especially score that free kick versus Portsmouth. Portsmouth, yeah. Oh, it's just just incredible. I just fell in love with like watching him play. He was just incredible that season. When Chris was on last week, he did we did goals in time and his goal against uh, Chelsea, which YouTube has now copyright struck. So thanks to that YouTube. I think Clive Tilsley said a thing in the commentary. He scored forty two goals in forty nine appearances that season. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely crazy. But yeah, we'll tell you what. We'll have a little flick through my old shirts here. Start off with the most obvious shirt ever. <laughs> I, I've recently just brought that for myself. I don't know whereabouts it is, but I've got it. I've sported nostalgia because I've got it at the Retro Football Fair. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard many a tale about you at that place. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I listen to Sam's podcast. Yeah, but, uh, no, this is the one in Birmingham that I was selling that, so I sloped off. And he gave, there was one double XL of 
know it's a bit. I paid fifteen pounds for it, but it had Lampard on the back. And to be honest, I had Lampard on the back of my shirt back in the day, so it was a bit like a throwback. And oh, to be yeah. fair, fifteen pounds for a name-setted one in good condition is not bad. Shout out to Sporting Nostalgia for that one. For audio listeners who obviously can't see the shirt, this is the one of the most like common football shirt you'll see in the shirt collecting scene. Two thousand and six. Red England away shirt, but David Beckham on the back. That's you know, I completely forgot I had Beckham on the back of this. I love that name set. The name set on it is it's unreal, isn't it? It is, yeah. You should probably treat it a bit better than scrunching it up in a plastic carrier bag. <laughs> but never mind. I'll just throw mine over there for now. Yeah. I've got so much sorting out to do in this unit. It's unbelievable. I've got this. Oh, this is going to test me now. 2010 11 United shirt. Yeah. Good taste. Look clearly. Paul scores on the back of that. Yeah, great, great player. 2006-07, I have, I have two of these. One of them, when Rooney 8, that looks strange, that, doesn't it? Rooney 8 on the back. Yeah. Oh, and oh, the gold name set as well. <laughs> I, 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 I so you didn't think you'd be having a fanboy Man United podcast here, did you? Yeah, I didn't think this is how this would turn out. <laughs> but yeah, there's my, <laughs> other, there's my other version of it. Ronaldo on the back, couldn't choose between the two. I think I got this off eBay, off Perlo's Bedenka for £20 about a year ago. That's an unreal purchase. I know. I'll quickly, I can't believe how many there is in here actually, so I'll, quick, I'll just do a few more. Look at that. That's 2010-11 as well, I think, away shirt, nanny, long Have sleeve. Have a look. Oh, and the last one, this is a bit of a, a curveball for me. You see, look, even love long sleeves as a kid. Don't even have a clue what year this Celtic shirt is. You'll know. Uh, Will I? Oh <laughs> six, oh seven. No, I think they had the central, but we played them in the Champions League, and they didn't wear that. I don't think. I think they were sponsored by Carlin, and I can't remember what season that. That's a Gary Gary Hooper season, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have any Celtic shirts. I've got a couple of Rangers, but that's only because I literally went up to Glasgow, went to go and buy some shirts for some people, walked in there, and just. It was 10 quid, so I was like, yeah, I'll have it. Long <laughs> this is one of my favourite Birmingham shirts. It's a Rangers template, but we did it better. We had a white collar. I was going to say, I thought I, I recognised that, that shirt. Admiral, not Adidas. Same season. That's unbelievable, that shirt. I love the long sleeves in that. And then I've got the uh, away version as well, long sleeve. That looks like a Rangers shirt, that. I think we've got a very close like bond with each other but obviously I love the names that's on it fully stitched yeah Admiral I know your audio listeners won't be able to see that I know it's going to be Clip City after after you've been on I think then I've got match worn 98-99 I love that pre-season match worn oh look at that taping down the sleeves I know Cox Sportifs oh I know. I've oh. actually, do you know what? I've actually got. I've got three others of them, but I didn't want to drag them out and bore people. But I actually have another three of these in long sleeve match worn. I mean, if people are getting bored listening to or watching this podcast and they're getting bored of sleeve taping, you you listen to the wrong podcast. This is a kit room issue as well. I can never unsee this, but somebody said I look like a KFC bargain bucket wearing this, <laughs> and now I can't unsee it. That is harsh, but yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see the resemblance. And I've got the uh, home version of our kit room issue. Oh, not a fan of that. It looks a bit a bit like Brighton, that. Uh, it looks more like a Tesco carrier bag, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tesco and KFC sponsoring Birmingham City. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
So after you got all these shirts and different specs, different name sets, long sleeve, short sleeve, when did it? When did you start collecting shirts then? Properly. I know this is going to sound really mad, but about halfway through 2020. Mm, yeah, no, that's a similar time to me, to be fair. But obviously, you've just gone a bit overboard compared to me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few shirts, but that was about it. Like, yeah, about 2020, I started collecting it. My first purchase was probably from Football Shirts 101. Same as me. And I can grab it right here. Oh, that's lovely. It is. Yeah. So, But the thing is with me, I just see random shirts and pick them up. Like, I'll literally log into Vinted, see this for £10, double XL, buy it, stuff like that. And yeah, I, have, I had that shirt. I wasn't a fan, I wasn't a fan of that Korea shirt. It, bit, it hurt my eyes. Like what? Why do I need one of these? Uh, two thousand, I think the two thousand and ten Honduras kind of looks like the Barsley. It looks like that Birmingham shirt you've just had. <laughs> yeah, it does a bit. It's like I see, I buy random stuff. I'd, the trouble with me is I can't say no to people. <laughs> There's one thing I do absolutely love though. Something sometimes random. Bayern Munich, Oktoberfest, lederhosen coat. <laughs> What is the most random thing you've got in that in that unit without killing yourself trying to get it? Because that Oktoberfest, li- that it's a bit, it's a bit random. It's a bit random. Uh, I don't think I've got anything much more random in here. Probably not. But then again, I probably have. I'll probably find something after this and go. It's a bit <laughs> random. What made you get that lederhosen in there? Is it just honestly? Just... It was a double XL, and Wise Owl always messages me. About half 10, 11 o'clock at night on WhatsApp going, just got this, do you want it? And when I'm a bit sleepy and I know he's going to do me a good deal, I always say yes. So like, I got about, things got five jackets off him the other day and five shirts with names that's like Ramos, which you might have seen on my Instagram. Yeah, I saw that wonderful reel and that one as well, actually. Yeah, yeah De Bruyne. I got a few, a few jackets off him with it. And he said... Call it £200, Fair. 10 items, and you're like, can't say no. <laughs> That's your problem. That's why you've got so many rails of shirts, you just can't say no. Oh, no. Well, he's, he gave, he sold me this one. It's a Centenary Dortmund shirt, which is actually really underrated. Oh, All that detail yeah. Is. That's unbelievable. And they go for about 100 120 online. He said... I'll do. You can have that for forty pounds. So, how can I turn down stuff like that? Seriously, I wish I got these bloody offers. <laughs> uh, you just got to feed Boyzell's kids, and you'll be all right. <laughs> I've well, I've completely forgot to show off my recent purchase. This shirt got a bit of a bit of slack when it first came out. Nineteen twenty. It's Ronaldo's first season, isn't it? Yeah. But obviously, I don't have them on the back. Very nice. I've got some delivered today, but I haven't gone through them yet properly. Have you got them there with you? Oh, I can pick out a few. Yeah, let's go. Through, let's go through them. I don't know the years of some of these. I just have generally just picked them up, and I've just lost a player spec 2002 Germany shirt. Where has it gone? You know all that rumbling before in the uh, storage unit. Yeah, that was someone running out with that Germany shirt. Uh, so yeah, I just picked it up. I got it quite cheap off uh, whatnot, really, with Sam. Under 21's Atalanta shirt. Birdie's going to be in your DMs asking for that. I think I outbid him for it, so he probably won't be. <laughs> <laughs> and in true 
style. They've got a different spot yeah. printed underneath. Yeah, we were on about that on his episode. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? So they're not standout mm. shirts. I think this is a 2007-2008 Germany goalkeeper shirt. Hanover. Can you tell I'll collect Bundesliga? Yeah, you seem to like seems to be a Bundesliga theme going on, isn't there? I like that VW sponsor on that. Ooh, that's nice. What what team's that? Tanana. That reminds me of that uh, the the Portugal shirt from Adidas in the nineties. Yeah, and got a bit of that to it as well, hasn't it? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> love, love a good Portugal shirt. Just randomly able to pull out that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm quite happy you filmed in there, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got, I've got some other, like, not as random, I suppose, but I picked up this the other week as well. Been searching oh, for yes, that is, my, that is, forget the 96 and the 98 English shirt, that is the best England shirt. Agreed. I, I can't remember the year of it because I'm, uh, I'm awful with years. Is it 94, 95? 93, 94, yeah. 93, 94, that is the best England shirt. Youth because team, of double XL, number 11. Very happy with that. Yeah, I love that England shirt. I'm not really a massive collector. I've, I've got, as I said before, the England Euro 2020 shirt, but I'm not really a fan of the England national team in general, to be fair, and the shirts. But that no. 93, 94, I love that shirt so much. Yeah, oh, I, I love it too. Oh, forget talk about match warns. I totally forgot to show as well earlier. Is that a match worn Thomas Muller shirt? Yes. Two questions. How, how did you forget to mention that? Uh, <laughs> I just one I've just found it. So <laughs> I brought this off Wise Owl before I knew Wise Owl. There seems to be a, a common theme between you and Wise Owl. I think Wise Owl's feeding your addiction a bit, isn't he? He is, yes. And then I accident <laughs> then I stupidly raffled it off when I was on my old account, Footy Rags. And luckily my best friend won this. Oh, dodgy dealings going not on look, at Footy not Rags. Luckily, he's like, well, luckily he is. And then luckily I brought it back off him, so it's now in my oh. collection again. Well, if you ever wondered why Footy Rags account closed, you know why there's some de- dodgy uh, raffle dealings going on over there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what uh, what that, match was that one in? I don't know exactly, to be honest, but. I could probably find out because I didn't use it in the. They didn't use this is the third shirt, so it wasn't used as much. So it's probably it's definitely a league game, not a Champions League, because obviously it's got the Bundesliga sleeve patch. What year is it from? Sorry, fourteen fifteen. Yeah, I just sold a nineteen twenty Thomas Muller shirt. Obviously not much warm, but I love that gold Bundesliga patch that it has on it. Yeah, it's lovely. You're probably the best person to ask this, really. So what company or manufacturer in your eyes makes has made the best shirts? Uh, I suppose it's all era-based, really. So obviously, early 90s, you were probably looking at Umbro. Then the middle section went to Kappa, I would say. And then the later 90s probably went to Nike. And then that probably carried on a little bit till they had a bit of a terrible... When they started making shirts like this which isn't a great material i think nike probably pushes it for me up till nowadays probably like from 1920 season onwards when adidas seemed to probably release a better template yeah i'm not a massive fan of that new nike template personally no i hate it i did buy one of the shirts the other week (laughs) from that template because I i walked into sports direct 
seen this hanging up, double XL, and thought, 20. why not? Yeah, it, it's a template that seems to work on uh, training gear and stuff like that. But for, like, yeah, that it's, match it's one of them. It all depends, really. Yeah, because I think we talked about many times on this podcast, like the resurgence of certain manufacturers. Macron's a massive name that gets said all the time. Hummel, especially this, well, last season, now this coming season, they seem to be doing a lot of like anniversary shirts, don't they, to that famous yeah. Denmark template. I don't Have really that buy one? that many Hummel, but obviously I went, every time I go to CFS London, I always seem to pick up one of the bargain rail shirts and I picked up this because I know you can't really see it on camera, but the detailing on the shirt, oh, it's yeah. got That's a all, shirt, all like, different it? lines going all different ways. And to be fair, I've had a soft spot for Braga ever since Birmingham played them when we were playing in the Championship and Europa League at the same time. Is that the season after you won the League Cup? Yeah. So <laughs> I know it seems really weird, doesn't it, seeing a yeah, Birmingham yeah. shirt with a League patch? Yeah, it does. Not in a disrespectful way, but yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it is weird. Playing the champion in the Championship... Getting to the playoffs and then losing to Blackpool, yeah. <laughs> how did they get? On? <laughs> how did they get on in the Europa League that season? Bruges, Birmingham, and Braga all finished on the same points, I believe. Or no, Braga came first; they had the most points, and then Bruges and Birmingham finished on the same points. But Bruges went through on goal difference, and then Maribor finished bottom. That's quite. That's a very like well, Europa League group, isn't it? If you think quite, about it, it's quite strong, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and then obviously Maribor at, <laughs> to just make up the numbers. <laughs> Some away days in there though. Bloody Bruges and Braga, bloody hell. Yeah, I know. Do you get to many Birmingham games? I'm a season ticket holder at Birmingham, so I do. Yeah, I go uh-huh. to all the home games. All the home I went games. to all three home Europa League games actually when I was a kid. 13, 14 at the time when we were playing there, so I managed to get to all three of them games. I'll go on some away days, try and do two or three a season, really. More if more if I could afford it, but my life's just really quite busy at the moment. And obviously now people like from the shirt community all want, just want me to organise meetups and do this and do that, and then I never get time for shirts, really. Well, the away days, really. Yeah. Oh, so are you the chief organiser of all these shirt meetups then? I don't know why, but it's just kind of expected it's for me to do it. Can I put in a request for you? Go on then. Can you do one that's kind of up north? Instead of trying to, I was trying to do a Manchester meetup. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, instead of fucking London all the time. And do like the football museum, maybe CFS Manchester, obviously. But yeah, that'd be good because the one we're planning at the moment, which is going to be quite exciting if we can do it, is the Milan Derby in April next year. That'll be one of the last ones at the San Siro, is it? Yeah. Is that the whole idea behind it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be cut that. Well, I can't win. So is that next season, well, this season coming the last at the San Siro then? I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I think it's up in the air, really. Like, I was literally working with an Italian in Sports Milan the other day and he said, there's always talk about it, but it's not anything official yet. So, yeah, because obviously the camp news being know. like... Knocked down as well, hasn't it? Yeah, gutted I didn't manage to get out there to see that beforehand. But oh, have you have you never been ever to to it? Never been to mainland Spain. No. When I, I went, when did I, I think it was twenty nineteen, 
Yeah. And I did go to a match, just a stadium tour, and I've never been in like a stadium or a place where I've just gone, I've just been blown away by it. It was just, a, it's just such a weird, like, obviously it's a stadium. I can't remember the capacity. It was 80 odd thousand in there. No, uh, it's more than that. It's more than Wembley. Oh, is it? Oh, bloody hell. It's 95,000, I think. Uh, well, yeah. Think. Well, even you'll, have that's to Google, you'll have to Google that and put it over, overlap it. See, I've I've never done a tour of St Andrews because the one I was meant to do got cancelled. The only stadium tour I've done is Old Trafford when I was in uh, Manchester and I was blown away by that. That's a, it's a really nice ground. Well, Camp New, sorry, was 99,000. I think they're making it bigger. That's why they're knocking it all down. But like... I know it's this is going to sound stupid, but I think people that have been there will probably say the same. Ninety nine thousand seat stadium, but when you're in there, it's it's massive. Like it's just yeah. the tour. I think the tour guy said because like the pitch was built into the like, into the floor, yeah. so it's like a bit like a cauldron. And it's all like overlooking it. It's just absolutely yeah. massive. But yeah, that blew me away when I was there. I can't believe I saw. I didn't even know it was getting knocked down until I went on Twitter the other day. No, I was just seeing it getting knocked down. I was like. Let's kept that a bit quiet. I know they were going to try and redevelop it, but I didn't think they were going to knock it down. It's it's mad, but that's that's football. <laughs> like Birmingham haven't had a full capacity stadium for the past three seasons, four seasons, because when Sullivan and Gold owned us, they cut corners in the stand building, and St Andrews is built into a hill. So obviously the tilt, and you you start at the top of the stand and walk down to your seat. So where I normally sit, the lower stand round the bottom. They found rusty, all these like eye beams, all that was all rusted. There was buried asbestos and everything all underneath the ground. Holy shit. And the, the thing that's really annoying is they knew about this at the start of COVID and didn't do anything until fans could get back into the ground. <laughs> but that is just Birmingham City all over. That's just it's a very British thing work. in general. That We couldn't afford to get the ground fixed until Bellingham was sold to... <laughs> for over 100 million so we could use the um, sell-on fee but today we have just been taken over by an American consortium so hopefully future's bright for Birmingham now hopefully how much did uh, Benham get sold for? I've heard different rumours I've heard it's 80 million plus add-ons so probably about 100 million and depending what you read we had a 15% sell-on fee on him and obviously, we sold him to Dortmund for twenty six million, so we got a, quite a good deal, really. Yeah, all that, that money on top as well. Uh, that's not bad. No, I just really need to show this Oberfemi oh, Martin Carling Cup final shirt off beforehand. You've kept that quiet. And, uh, I've got. I don't think I've got anything else to grab apart from unless you really wanted to see a match worn Big Pete. When have, when you've been on about all these iconic shirts and iconic players and match one shirts and you haven't shown that off, what are you doing, Pete? Come on. And then this season's match one, Big Pete, clean sheet. I, Pete, thought, you, I thought you weren't playing in this game. I heard a rumor that you'd, you know, you'd, you'd <laughs> had a falling out with the manager, the owners. You you had a Ronaldo style interview with Piers Morgan and you weren't playing. Oh yeah, well we um I said to Dan because obviously the season the. The year before, we we lost 3-1 or 4-1, I think it was. I think we were 2-1 down and then I started playing. And I let two goals in really quickly after I started playing. And one of them I got a hand to and should, do, should have done better. And the other one, I literally had no chance. It was in off the post. It was like, if I, if I had 50-foot arms, I still probably wouldn't have got to it. But, uh, so 
we made a little story of that because I lost us the game last season. I said to Dan, <laughs> I'll wind up the boots, lads, saying that I've, I've been dropped and you just play along with it. And we were like faking, having arguments on Instagram and I was posting stuff on Instagram saying, oh, Dan's, Dan's dropped me this, Dan's dropped me that. And uh, everyone was like, oh, no, he can't do that. And I, like you said, like you messaged Dan saying, have you dropped Pete? I turned up there and even Woody was standing there and he was like, I generally didn't think you were coming. Yeah, when I saw that, I think you put a picture up or, or you put that reel on the other day, clean sheet Pete. But I think I saw the picture of you all there and I was like, I thought Pete wasn't playing. I thought, I've generally thought you'd been <laughs> dropped. I, it was that convincing everybody thought that I wasn't playing. And the night before the game, the Boots lab actually offered me a space in their team. And... I was messaging him saying, oh, I might make it for half-time, I might make it for half-time. And JB Boots sent me a photo saying, here's the goalkeeper kit in the Boots room, changing room for you, just sneak round the back, slip into it, and then come onto the pitch. You know what you should have done? You should have said, yeah, yeah, I'll play in goal, play in goal for the I Boots. Did. And then just, I did say, oh, I said I was on my way down. I said, I'll change after half-time and I'll come and play for you. And they believed that they had a shirt ready for me, everything, going to give me minutes, everything. <sighs> And I'll just stop one minute. I'll go and grab a shirt, which is really funny. One of the guys was going to do a Balotelli if he scored. And he did score. And he had a Justice for Pete shirt. <laughs> so he was going to do like the Wild Ways Me Balotelli thing, but with a Justice yeah. for Pete. But they, as soon as uh, he seen me come out for the shirts, he took his uh, boots top off, ripped this off, and then threw it in the goal towards the bin. And then we found it and I got, all the boots lads are signed the front of it and all the shirt lads are signed the back of it. So it's kind of a little oh, memento for the day kind of thing. That's class. You made some enemies that, that day though. Oh yeah. They loved me for it. I thought it was funny in the end. And shirts won because obviously we are the best. Are you playing next year? Uh, yes, I believe I am. Oh. I think it's the first weekend of May in Liverpool. Not as north as it's ever been. Yeah, it's a shame it's over that way, but... Hopefully I'll be able to get over for that one. I know it's in Liverpool, and for Dan and for the shirts, I might just... Oh, you've got to you gotta come out afterwards. We all go to Pop World after. Pop World's, yeah. Oh. Pop World in Liverpool's quite good as well, actually. I'll take your word for it. All I know is <laughs> we normally get really drunk, and then me and Dan always end up dancing together and probably snogging and kissing and doing random stuff. Like, when we went out in Chelmsford... Maka shirts, who's never been out with us before. He thought the waitress fancied him, who brings all the Jager bonds around, and he looked at his oh. bank statement the next day. He spent two hundred pounds yeah. in Pop World that night. Fucking hell! Yeah, she did fancy him. Fancied fucking taking all his money off him. <laughs> exactly. Jesus Christ! But it's a good night, so you got to come along. Be disappointed if you yep. don't. Oh well, that's it now. <laughs> We'll do our own storyline for that for next year. Yeah, definitely. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Right, Pete, goals in time. Oh, dear. 
nervous and else sweating. <laughs> we'll be all right. First goal, Pete. One of the most iconic goals in Premier League history for all the wrong reasons. 16th of September, 2002. Right, yeah. Birmingham City, three, Villa, nil. And this is yeah. the first ever in uh, goals in time. This is an own goal. This is Peter Enkelman's own goal to make it 2-0 to Birmingham City. Wow. Yeah, I remember watching that when I was, I think I'd have been six when that happened. Yeah, I I was at five, just about to turn six. When I was getting the clip for that, I've noticed there's a common thing. I'm going to upset you and your Birmingham City following here. There seems to be a common theme with you, uh, Birmingham City fans. You seem to go on the pitch a lot and get involved with the Aston Villa players quite a bit. You know, obviously oh, the yeah. inf- infamous Jack Grealish incident. There's someone on the pitch after Enkelman's done that, calling him a wanker in his face. Someone gives him a little yeah. The, little the, the thing the with the, uh, the Grealish one, I was about twenty. I was about probably twenty feet away from where that happened, and um, the guy who'd done it actually died a few months ago. What the lad that punched Jack Grealish? Yeah. Oh bloody hell! Wow. I think he was about thirty-five when he died. Jesus Christ! I know. But why would you go and run on the pitch and punch Grealish? I'm not a fan of Grealish, but I would never run on the pitch. One, because I can't run, and two, because it's immoral. <laughs> and um, yeah, he ran on the pitch, punched him, and he's and he obviously got taken away and put in the back of the police car and caught it off back to the the cells. But like, he was there with like his three or four year old kid and his dad. Why would you do that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you bring the mood down on the podcast now saying that, that, that lad's done. <laughs> Ugh, I know. What minute was Peter Enkelman's howler that made the scoreline 2-0? Oh, well, I know it's quite late in the game and being as it's in the tilt and end, it's definitely going to be the second half. Uh, obviously, it was 3-0, so I think third goal was thinking the 80-plus odd minute, I think. So I'm going to go... 77th. Pete, Pete, that is bang on. 77th minute. Really? Yeah, bang on. Absolutely bang on. I know, just in case any audio listeners or people watching this on YouTube can hear the voices in the background, Pete's not being told the answers by someone in his storage unit. <laughs> oh, no. you might, well, actually. You know. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, it'll be people sorting out their unit to the side over there. So and the, and the lift, I'm right next to the lift as well. So everybody has to come past my unit to get to the lift. That lad's got his fucking shirts all over this unit again. <laughs> yeah. T- I'll tell you what, they do watch me on CCTV when I do all them dancing and stuff. <laughs> I'm known here as TikTok Pete. I don't do it for TikTok, <laughs> but I do it for Instagram. Wow. What a start. What a start. Second goal, Pete. 3rd of May, 2014. Bolton 2, Birmingham what? City 2. And this is Paul Caddis's goal to keep Birmingham City in the Championship. Look at that. Got it signed the other week as well when he came to St Andrews. There we go. I'm going to be disappointed then if, this, if you don't get this bang on. I was there as well. Dressed as a chilli pepper. Ivy. Ivy's shot. 
Might drop here. Ziggins off the line by Ream and in. Paul Cadis. Have Birmingham City done it? Unbelievable. The weirdest thing about that clip is the commentator calling Jordan I Jordan Ibe. I know. <laughs> well, I know we were two 0 down. Current striker Jukovic actually scored the second goal for Bolton. And I know it was the last minute of the game, but what minute? Because I know Leicester had already Leicester had beaten Doncaster, which meant Leicester went up to the Premier League, and we needed to draw to relegate Doncaster. It's in the ninety-something minute, so I'm gonna go. I think it was four minutes of added time, so I'm gonna go ninety-third. Pete, what a start this is! That's absolutely bang on as well. People who say who come on this saying the nervous seem to do the. The best, to be honest. <laughs> it's all <a> No, <laughs> no. That's probably the most iconic game I've been to as a Birmingham fan because my cousin's boyfriend at the time let me down on a ticket for the Carling Cup final. What a game! What a game to go to, though. Did you say you're dressed as a chili pepper? I was. Yeah, I'm trying to find the photos for you. Third goal, Pete. First of December, 2010. Birmingham two, Aston Villa one. And this is Zigic's goal to make it 2-1. He scuffed it and it went up into the corner. That's such an awful goal. <laughs> oh no. Come on, Pete. Can you can you get off to one of the best starts there's ever been in goals in time? Oh. But that was a that sorry just for some context of that goal that was in the fifth round of the League Cup and the year that you won the League Cup wasn't it? Yes, it was a quarter final. Then it, we beat West Ham, yeah. and then we went on to beat Arsenal. Yeah, it was feeling it was it was definitely later in the game, but I remember there was enough time for Villa to probably could have equalised or definitely got a goal back. I had a feeling it's about the. 83rd minute. Is that your guess? 83rd minute? Yeah. 84th minute. So a minute out. Wow. <laughs> Two direct hits and now a minute out. Do you want me to talk league tables or do you just want to go in for clear head and not worry about league tables? Give me the next one and then we'll worry about league tables. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's set up nicely. This one is, uh, this is a tough one, this, because your fourth goal, Pete, on the 9th of November 2009, Liverpool 2. Birmingham City 2. And this is Cameron Jerome's goal. I say goal. Unbelievable goal Absolute to make it 2. Strike. Beat Pepe Reina. You know what goal I'm on about. That's a good start. I know what goal it is. I just don't know the minute. This season, I mean, there's nothing much on here. Just out strengths. I think it's Maturano. I mean, if you watch from behind the goal, Reina's trying to get back. And of course, if he was two yards further back, this would never have beat him. But he's not in the- You would have saved that, wouldn't you, Pete? Yeah, I wouldn't have been off my line. <laughs> this is the one that I'm really unsure about. I'm going to go 68th minute, final answer. It was the 45th minute. That's not bad. That's only for, what, what did you say, 68th? Yeah. 23 minutes, that was not bad though for a curve. You can tell how much of a curveball that is because of the state of the quality of the replay. <laughs> Someone's recorded their TV. So Pete, going into the last goal, you are on 24 points which at the current state of the league table would put you fifth. So, <sighs> oh, you, you're disappointed now, aren't you? <laughs> I am now, yeah. Got no pressure there now. 
we'll add a bit. So you can't finish top. You were on course to finish top, but this might mean a bit more to you. So you're currently on 24. Yeah. Dan, shirt hits the fan. He finished on 34. And Woody, he finished on 35. So you've got to get this within, well, nine or less, and you finish above them, which is... I'm getting very nervous now. (laughs) And to cheer you up as well, obviously because that's goal, we'll go to... The 27th of February, 2011, Arsenal 1, Birmingham City 2. Yes. And I could have I could have done you a favour here and gone with Omafemi Martin's goal, but I haven't. I've gone with Zigic's goal to make it 1-0. It's all The fact he's out-jumped the keeper's stretch of Chesney there. <laughs> yeah, he was about seven foot two, so... So, Pete... 100% the first half. This is the finish half, above Dan and It's about Woody. halfway through the first half. Definitely between the 25th and 30th minute. I'm going to go about halfway between that and go 28th minute. Final answer. Yeah. I can tell you, Pete, it was the 24th minute. So only four minutes out. Which means you finish above Dan and Woody. Thankfully. <laughs> so final score of 28, which puts you nicely in... You drop you drop below Marcus, kit man a man, he got 25, but you sit nicely above, like I say, Dan and Woody. I feel sick now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> happy or happy or not? Well, it's better than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say, oh, I'm not going to do well, but... The fact that I've gone... Bang on, bang on, near miss, way out, and then brought it back. Just that Jerome goal that's killed me. Yeah, when I was getting the clip, I felt bad for pointing in, but one of the... I feel bad. There's not many of them about for Birmingham. Yeah, another one I looked at was uh, Jeff Horsfield in the playoff final. But I think that, that that was an extra time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so if you're going in extra time, it's just a bit... You know, yeah. throw you off massively. So, but yeah, not a bad score. Not a bad score. Yeah, it's better than I thought it was going to do. Well, thank you very much, mate, for coming on, taking the time out of your evening. No worries at all. It's fine. Happy to talk. Can the... Just talk about anything, really. <laughs> Is your Wednesday lives on Instagram, are they a common thing now? Oh, no, not really. Honestly, when I'm just at the unit and get bored, I just want to chat to people, like talk about shirts. People tell me what they've got. If I want to see a shirt that I've got, because I can just pull most random stuff out, like like this. What is that? <laughs> this is, I believe, it's a special edition, 1997, Universidad Deportivo La Peru. I've probably butchered the name, but they've got, just the detailing on the shirt is just incredible. Bit of Al Shaw shirts will love that, won't he? He probably would, yeah. I'll send him that at night when he's just about to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> if any of the listeners or watchers want to join in on your live streams, watch your live streams, or just find your Instagram and stuff in general, where can they find you? I think it's at Big Pete FS on Instagram. I do have Twitter, but I don't really use Twitter because. I was calling it Twitterings for about like three years. I didn't know how very rarely put something on there. And if I do, it's just a photo. There's nothing else on there. 
Uh, yeah, so Big PFS on Instagram, trying to get to 3,000 followers by Christmas. So I think I'm about 150 off it. So I'll be happy if I do. Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed you can get I'm you sure most people this podcast know who I am because, as somebody said one day, everybody knows Big Pete, and that's just stuck. But yeah, you are a bit of a celebrity in the shirt game, really, aren't you? I don't think I am. I find it really weird yeah. when people say that. I had Alyssa Wade's on here so I could get you on. So, you know, you'd be attracted to it, attracted to come on. <laughs> oh, well, I met, I seen Alice the other week at a service station. It's Samba. <laughs> At a noodle bar. That is the most random. <laughs> I was coming. I was coming back from the Lake District, and he was just playing with Dimitar Berbatov at Old Trafford. Two different, two different worlds. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot bigger people on there than me. There's a lot more famous people on Instagram, and everybody, like Dan, Football Shirts One Hundred One, Ellis, plenty of others. They're all bigger than me, account-wise, and everybody knows them more than they know me. But I have been spotted at a service station before, and that was weird. Not Ellis. Is that when you were playing with Dibitar Berbatov and they were coming back from the Lake District? <laughs> no, I was, uh, <laughs> I was actually Charn at Richard by Preston. I was on the way back from a job. I think I was coming back from Scotland when I was working up there, and I was desperate for the toilet. And I was, ru- like, not running, but <laughs> on the way to the toilet. And someone said, Are you all right, Pete? And I was like, do I know? Like, oh, you're Big Pete? And I was like, yeah. He said, can I have a selfie? And I was like, yeah, okay. Desperate for the toilet. I was like, nice to meet you. And then ran to the toilet. Right. Like, how have I been spotted going to in a Preston service station? But, that is. Yeah. If we do both play in uh, shirts versus boots next year, we'll make sure we get a selfie in and I can say I've met Big Pete. Well, if you, if you come down to London on the August of 5th, you might meet me. Or, yeah, Chris was on about that, but London's fucking miles away from me. Or <laughs> so meet me, far. Or meet us in Milan, just stroll and go, oh, hello guys, you're all right. I didn't know I just blocked <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard on the grapevine, I didn't want to come with you as I thought I'd just bump into you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, thank you again for coming on, mate. It's been a blast. No worries at all. Sports Social Podcast Network.